0: nakita kolov the russian nightmare no the devil's nightmare here from it's time to man up challenging men to step into their true manhood your chosen truth network podcast is starting in just a few seconds enjoy it share it but most of all thank you for listening to the truth podcast network this is the truth network Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together, we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now live from The Truth Booth, your host,
1: Robbie Dillmore. Welcome to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And so fun, as always, God has provided us with some amazing folks to talk about that very thing. So first up, we got Whitney Miller, and she's, you may have heard her many times on Lantern Rescue with us. Um, Whitney's with Lantern Rescue, and you guys have a huge event coming up, right, Whitney? Whitney, are you with us? All right. Well, they do. It's called the Lantern Rescue Run. It's coming up Saturday, August 19th at Asheboro's Bicentennial Park. And so for those of you who have gone to see the Sound of Freedom and and you're like, man, God, what can I do to get in on what, what is going on with sex trafficking and all that stuff this opportunity is amazing. It's coming up at the like we said in Ashborough's Bicentennial Park. Hopefully you've heard Landon Rescue's show here on the Truth Network, but Landon Rescue is deep in the midst of all that. Are you with me, Whitney? No. She's not with me. Okay. We're going to put Whitney on hold for a second and we've got another guest lined up. So we got Greg Mayo and he is with an amazing ministry called Support After Abortion. So Greg, can you hear me? Yes, sir. How are you? Wonderful. Well, we got Greg. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) So we have having a little phone system struggle this morning, but nonetheless. Um, So, Greg, tell us a little bit about what you do.
0: Well, I am an author and a speaker, and I work for Support After Abortion. Um, My focus is on helping men find healing after having lost fatherhood to an abortion.
1: So you're talking about men, right?
0: Correct. So Support After Abortion commissioned a study about a year and a half ago. And what we found is that one in five men will experience loss due to abortion by the age of 45 in this country. So there's a lot of men out there hurting, Robbie.
1: And so interestingly, so this is support after abortion. With your primary focus being on men, do you also support women as well?
0: Yes, the organization uh, supports men and women who have been impacted by abortion loss. I started with them first as a volunteer and then a consultant and then came on full-time in January to specifically to focus on men's initiatives and men's healing.
1: Oh, that's awesome. So we've got her and we've got <clears throat> Whitney Miller back with us. We're hoping that that'll work. And so, Whitney, can you hear me now?
2: I can. Hey, Robbie, how are
1: you? <laughs> I'm I'm excited that we got you on the phone and, and that you can, you know, this is such an important event. And, and you know, with all the, um, I guess, the wave of people being affected by the sound of freedom, it's a great time to actually put your feet to what you what God's putting on your heart. Right, Whitney?
2: That's right. That's right. We say it frequently. But, you know, awareness is a wonderful thing. However, it doesn't save people. Action does. And so we can all kind of join in the fight. In our own capacity, and I'm excited to kind of share that with you guys.
1: Yeah, and so it's coming up, right, a week from Saturday?
2: Yes, we do. We have an awesome event that's going to be local to North Carolina, Ashboro, North Carolina, in fact, and it is our 5K Rescue Run and Human Trafficking Awareness Day. So while there is that awareness component, there's going to be opportunities for people to get more involved that day as well. So we'll be able to talk to people one-on-one about what it looks like to not just um, stand and, and share, you know, voice your heart in it and voice, um, you know, your thoughts about, about what is going on, the atrocities that are going on, but it also gives you an opportunity to take action in prayer, in um, petition, and just a lot of other really neat ways. We, uh, we're actually going to have some of our local leadership, um, our sheriff and DA, speak directly to what human trafficking looks like locally which we're really excited just to, to be able to bring and shed that light um, within our own community so that we can really have open eyes to what's going on, you know?
1: Oh, it's, it's, it's amazing. And so they don't have to run, right? They can walk.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. You do not have to run. I will be walking with the best of them. So, um, But it is a walk run. The reason it is a 5K, it's a registered 5K, is so that people that are avid runners, which I admire so very much, (laughs) um, have the ability to also have it counted for their time. Um, And so we wanted to make sure we had access to that for people. But, yes, we want people out there walking. If you want to make a sign that says, hey, I'm a voice for the voiceless or, you know, whatever that just encourages and motivates people around you, uh, we would love that. You know, come on out, walk with us. You can register to walk or run at thelanternrescue.org backslash rescuerun. Um, it gives you an opportunity there to, to register to walk or run. And then there's also a really awesome opportunity for our business community and corporate community to get involved via sponsorship. So if you are a business owner, small, big, or medium, um, and you would like to just to be a part of this fight in a bigger capacity, we have opportunities for sponsorship as well. And all of these funds, Robbie, go right back to the field. I mean, we are... You know, we're we're actually working on moving into eleven different countries right now, and so those funds are going directly into being able to access people that are trapped in trafficking across the world. Right, um, and so one of the
1: yeah, one of the really cool things is you get to be styling and profiling if you register with a special Lantern Rescue T-shirt, which do, by the yeah. way, that, those are great, you know, conversation starters. Um, you know, a way for you to talk about, you know, the things that that you're learning about that to to help shine the light more on the whole subject, right? Nothing like having a conversation starter that you're wearing.
2: Hey, that's right. And it's a great way to get people's attention. So, yeah, there is a a register, for those that register to walk or run, there is a T-shirt specific to the event. Uh, We're hoping that this becomes an annual event ongoing. So, you know, you want to go ahead and get that T-shirt collection started now, but you're right. It is just that one more way to really allow that conversation to get started, so that you can shed light for other people into to the, you know, the evil that's at bay. So.
1: Right. And again, we want to let you know that if you go to lanternrescue.org right? And, and if you look at the top, it says get involved. It'll take you right to the 5K run if you click on that get involved or you just hit black backslash rescue run. That'll get you there too, but just lanternrescue.org and then get involved and then you obviously the rescue run is what they're talking about. You can register it's $35, right?
2: It is, yep, $35 and um, we're just, we're really excited to have people involved in it. We actually, Dario just kind of came alongside of us and helped sponsor with it as well as Uh, Rage Ministries. So we've had two big people come in to sponsor this event so that it would take the burden of the finances off of Lantern, and our money can go straight back to, to what we want it to go to, and that's rescuing people.
1: Yeah, absolutely fun and what a wave of people that could be, right? If if all yeah. these folks are showing up and hopefully, you know, the news will pay attention. Look at all the people showing up, you know, over this cause and and as people begin to, you know, again put their feet to their faith and what they what they, you know, feel like God wants to get this message out and and clearly shine a light on what has been kept in the darkness, right?
2: That's right. And we're going to we're going to be providing lots of resources and information out there that day as well. We will have a boost out We've also invited some of our local community NGOs, like the Family Crisis Center, the Pregnancy Center, out because they also see some of the things, some of the, the signs of trafficking coming through their front doors. So we really want this to be a community outcry. We want to make sure that people recognize there are resources available, where to find them, and then let's lift our voice for those that don't have a voice in the fight.
1: Right. I've always I've always loved that aspect of of Lantern Rescue is you know those poor children that are caught in all that you know god hears that and yeah. and, and you know we can help um, god's voice out shine you know those other voices that are asking for trouble so to speak and and so it's it's such a huge problem and and it's 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 such an opportunity for us to actually do something again lanternrescue.org and then either backslash rescue run or just you know, go to get involved and you can go right to the the rescue run that way. And $35 and I guarantee it's going to be amazing. So, we got a whole lot more coming from Greg Mayo and the supportafterabortion.com and all he's got stories. We got so much more coming on with them, but we also got Robbie's Riddle coming up. You're not going to want to miss that. It has to do with rescue, and I cracked myself up, so I know you're getting excited to know about what that's going to be. We got so much more. Uh, Kingdom Pursuits, one more time, lanternrescue.org. Thank you, Whitney.
0: You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com.
1: Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how you, how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And so, fun today. We have Greg Mayo with the Support After Abortion dot com um the, their website and 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 the, the really huge issue that not many people talk about is is how many men are affected by this so we're, we're excited to talk about that as well as we've talked about land rescues rescue run whitney had to run because she's you know talking about the run somewhere else <laughs> but anyway you know that we got to do robbie's riddle so speaking of rescue. Yes, it is time to play shenanigans and, and Greg, I know you're with me. If if you feel free to play along. So Awesome. Yeah. There it is. Behind the explosion that went on is my joke music. Anyway. <laughs> so we got a few riddles <laughs> for you here. And I know you guys are one to answer this. So how do you rescue a dying computer monitor? How do you? So, you got any ideas, Greg? How do you rescue a dying computer monitor?
0: Well, you got me stumped, Robbie.
1: Ah, that would you got be me too. a screensaver.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, a yeah, screensaver. Ah, why did the lifeguard fail to rescue the hippie drowning in the ocean? Maybe you've heard this one, Christian. I don't know. Come on now. is was a hippie drowning in the ocean. Why did the lifeguard fail to rescue him? Richard got any ideas? How about Greg? I don't know. You got me right. stuck on that one, too. Oh, my gosh. He, he was too far out, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Right. There you go. So this is actually my favorite on the list. So I had to leave my job at the Cat Rescue Center. You know why? What? They cut me hours. Cut me hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do love it. It's, it's one of those that just tickles. I, I've laughed about it all morning, the morning. They cut me hours. Anyway, you did not know this, but Liam Nelson, Liam Nelson will star in a new thriller where he rescues the wrong woman. You know what the film will be titled? <laughs> what, <laughs> what, is, what would a film be titled? Oops. Oops <laughs> uh, I like that title What do you think Greg? <laughs> That's a good guess I don't know I was
0: gonna I was gonna go with
1: uh-oh That's how you uh-oh. go. That's I think they're titling it answer. From what I understand Mistaken Mistaken <laughs> 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 Mistake. <laughs> there you go. So here uh, we got to the actual Bible riddle that you've been waiting for. So you can call in when today at 866 348 7884 866 truth if you're digitally gifted. See if you can peg this one. All right. So, what woman in the Bible would you certainly not want to be rescued by? To see if you can peg that one. <laughs> <laughs> What woman in the Bible would you certainly not want to be rescued by, as, as poor Sisera was? 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And if they can answer that, Greg, tell them what they can win. They're going to be able to win a prize from our prize vault. Right. Kingdom Pursuits Prize Vault. The yes. Kingdom Pursuits Prize Vault. Yeah. yeah How Kingdom excited Pursuits is that? got so a fabulous gotta do prize, to by the way. Call in. Yes. A fabulous prize. 866-348-7884. Tell us, what woman in the Bible would you certainly not want to be rescued by? Uh, Cicero was, and it didn't go well for him. anyway... There's two or three I wouldn't want. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, Greg, is is it his phone that's got the background thing going on? Yes, it is. Oh. Are you in the ocean, Greg? Am I what? I think he's driving. I think he's driving. He's on the move. Are you on the move?
0: I am. I'm heading back to Indianapolis from Birmingham right
1: now. All right. Well, we got... We got it. It's cleared up a little bit. So anyway, Greg, um, how, I mean, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, like everybody's got a story of how, you know, God impacted them with this particular idea of how did it impact you personally?
0: The idea of uh, working with men in abortion. Right.
1: Yeah. So when I was 18,
0: um, my girlfriend had an abortion. And uh, again, at 22, a different lady. And to be honest, Robbie, I drifted for a long time. Nobody was talking about men and abortion. Certainly nobody was talking about men and abortion and healing. But it impacted me. It impacted me emotionally, spiritually. Um, I drifted from God. I, I bought into the idea that because I had been a part, God no longer wanted me, that I was unredeemable. And it wasn't until I was 39 years old and I got in touch with it, started working toward healing by working through some books I could find with my pastor and, and a therapist. And that's when I realized, okay, God will forgive me. God will heal me. And I think the most important thing, Robbie, is that it occurred to me that God could use my story to help other men that were impacted. That was the big moment for me.
1: Right. It is absolutely huge that God comforts us. That we I mean, that, that God I'm trying to think out it's, it's second Corinthians, you know, I'm trying to golly. I haven't lost the reference, but you know, the God of all comfort comforts us so that we can comfort others with the comfort we are comforted with. There you go. I knew it was in there yeah. somewhere. And, and therein lies the whole like man in so many different ways, nobody can speak to it better than you, but I'm very curious. Like, how did you come clean with your pastor? I mean, that had to be a really awkward discussion.
0: Yeah. So we serve such an amazing God and a lot of times he'll push us out in ways we're not ready for 39 years old. I'm in a men's book studies that I'm facilitating at my church and we're doing a book that has nothing to do with abortion at all. Uh, in fact, it was a book called when life is hard. And so, One night, there's maybe 12 or 13 of us there, and the Holy Spirit said, hey, Greg, share that abortion story. And I was like, no, no, we're not doing that. (laughs) Uh, And the Holy Spirit said, no, seriously, you, you need to do that right now. And I did. Scared, trembling, throat dry, you know, the whole thing. The amazing thing that night was that by the time I locked up the church and got in my truck, three other men had shared abortion stories that they had never shared with anybody. And, and so there was this moment of, Hey, I'm not the only one dealing with this. And so the next morning I called my pastor and I said, man, you are not going to see what happened last night. And I was, I'm getting chills talking about it right now. It was 14 years ago. I was so excited because I wasn't the only one. And I thought there might be a pathway to healing. So after that night, scared to death, Uh, it was game on from then.
1: So what was your pastor's reaction?
0: He said, God is good and gracious. Thank you for listening to the Holy Spirit and sharing that last night.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure that that there's many people out there right now that are saying exactly the same thing. And I've I've heard so many times, and I believe it's so true, that you're as sick as your secrets. Yep. And, And that to get stuff out there like that in the light not only provides you healing but then again connect with so many people that can provide you know them healing and and you know when i i may have shared you this with this story before with you greg but i i was commissioned i guess by liberty university to do a hundred interviews over there with their um uh counselors over a weekend at the at the counselors i'm trying to remember the name of the convention anyway it was the associate of christian counselors convention is what it was and uh God just gave me that question. Like everybody that sits down in front of you, ask him, how did God comfort you in the area that you're now comforting others? And everybody had a story just like you do. Yep. That, that they, were, they had been affected by whatever it was. If they were on a suicide headline, you could, you could count on the fact that they had attempted suicide. If they were working with divorce, you could count on the fact that they'd been through a really nasty one or their parents had been through a nasty one. Or, you know, it was just time and time again, I saw that. And then there was this abortion um, assist person, like what you do, and she sat down in front of me, and her husband was sitting next to her. And I asked her a similar question to what you, what I ask you. And for the first time ever in her life, on the air, she shares that she had an abortion with her husband sitting there, and her husband did not know. And she even said, he, oh, wow. he does not know this, but I feel like I'm supposed to. T-. And then right there, I'll never forget as long as I live, like, she she came out with it. And, and you could see her husband's love and forgiveness and expression, everything it could not have been more supportive. In other words, we think that people are all gonna judge us when we come clean. Um we think that 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 they obviously are never gonna talk to us again. Um you know, Satan has got us convinced that if we share that secret, you know, this is gonna be but actually one of the biggest things that ever helped you out was just getting it out in the open, right?
0: Exactly. And, and well, what I found then, and my pastor encouraged me to do, was share the story more. Um, and that was kind of a scary prospect, but I did. And within a few years, I was going anywhere I was invited. If there was a, a group at a church with three people, or a room with a hundred, I didn't care. Uh, recovery groups, I went to homeless camps, um, places where they do training and reintroduction to society for ex-convicts. And, and everywhere I went, Robbie, every single place, at least one man came up to me and said, look, I've never shared this with anybody, but you know, when I was 18, when I was 21, when I was whatever, and I started realizing that there was power and a man being willing to step out and share his story because it somehow gave other men permission to share theirs, if that makes any
1: sense. Oh, it couldn't make more sense, Greg, because, you know, I, I have my own story of being addicted to pornography, and I have an opportunity to speak to that in all sorts of conferences and different things. And, of course, you can never share that kind of thing, and there aren't lots of men that come up to you afterwards, right, to share what their struggle has been. And they've never told anybody. Right, and so as God, like, like, you know, it's just a huge thing, a huge opportunity for all of us. So, we're going to be back with a whole lot more with Greg Mayo and uh, support after abortion, as well as we got Sandy, who is in Colfax, North Carolina. That's almost like we got Sandy Colfax coming on the, <laughs> the baseball great. I don't know, but anyway, she is. Gonna, hopefully, maybe he.
0: You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com.
1: Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. So blessed to have with us today. First off, we had Whitney Miller with Lantern Rescue and their rescue run that's coming August 19th to the Asheboro Bicentennial Park. Again, you can go to uh, lanternrescue.org and just get involved and and register for that. And we got Greg Mayo with Support After Abortion and their website, supportafterabortion.com. But very fun. We uh, have this riddle that is yet to be riddled. What woman in the Bible would you certainly not want to rescue you with? And we've got Sandy, who is in Colfax, from what I understand. (laughs) Sandy, you're on Kingdom Pursuits. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Have you ever considered that you're Sandy from Colfax? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I used to get that at work a lot. (laughs) So, did you ever pitch them anything? <laughs> That's no, well, I'm sure that they've
0: caught him and missed
1: them too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'm very curious. And, of course, there are different answers to this, but what woman in the Bible would you not want to be rescued from, Sandy?
0: Well, probably Delilah, because
1: especially if that was a guy, because she'd want to cut my hair off. <laughs> yeah, I could, and then end up losing her eyes. i not going to be a
0: bald woman either,
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she would be a tough one, wouldn't she? I hadn't even thought about her. Wow, that's yeah. that's a scary situation, man. And what's even more unbelievable is how many times, you know, when when obviously Samson knew she was out to get him, he didn't stop.
0: Yeah, that's sin for you. It's, I
1: mean, It's crazy. It absolutely is. Yeah. But that's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Sandy. I'm so glad you listened. Um, yeah, I love your show. I love your jokes
0: and your subjects, and uh, you have a really super ministry.
1: I'm so blessed, and so blessed that you listen. Thank you, Sandy. Have a great day. Thank you. You too, Robbie. All right. Bye-bye. I love that. I never got a chance to talk to Sandy Colfax, but I, I, I have now, and she is delightful. So Greg, getting back to your um, ministry, and so I'm curious, do you get a chance to, to actually talk to men on the phone now as part of yeah. support hotline?
0: Yes, yeah, support after abortion has a um, helpline, and when men call in, um, a lot of them get filtered to me that want one-on-one support. That some of them, Robbie, they just want to talk to somebody. They just want to be able to to tell their story. Um, a lot of them, it's been decades and they've never shared it with anybody. And, and the relief they experience and just having a man listen compassionately, a man who's been there and understands their pain, it, it means the world to them. And it also allows me the opportunity. To help them find the right healing opportunity for them, right? There's there's so many different avenues out there, uh, small group, uh, one-on-one, uh, clinician, weekend retreat. You know, it goes on and on and on. And so, after talking to a guy a few times, I can help plug him into what's going to help him the most. No,
1: I, I bet you can. So I'm, I'm curious about another thing. You know, I I, I do a lot of ministry with the Christian Car Guys show. Um, we have a Jesus labor of love where single moms and widows call in that have desperate needs for car repair. And, uh, you know, a lot of times they would call in very upset and, you know, I could tell they were very anxious and very suspect of whether or not I was just a rip-off artist of some kind, even though what I was trying to do is help them, right? Yep. A- and very untrusting. And so... You know, as I would pray through that, you know, God, the Holy Spirit urged me to always ask them to pray early on in the conversation. And then he gave me a prayer, a very specific prayer that started out with, you know, Lord, I thank you so much for Julie, who, you know, had the courage to call in today and ask for help. It takes a lot of courage to do that for I know it's really a hard place to ask for help. And it was interesting, and and you know that prayer would then lead to you know how he would bless me and all that kind of thing. But it was interesting that God gave me that prayer, and I cannot believe how much peace I could sense would be on the other side of the prayer versus the person I was talking to before the prayer, and the person I was talking to after the prayer. That, that, you know, God would somehow or another touch their heart and they would all of a sudden trust. So what I'm curious, because obviously you're doing this and you're, you've got some people who are very emotional on the other end, what, has God given you something to help those people with a prayer or something to say or, like, somebody's calling in with that. What would you say or what would you pray or what would God give you to give them?
0: Well, we talked at Support After Abortion about the four steps when meeting someone impacted by abortion. That's meeting them in person, on the phone, whatever. Um, the first one is check your judgment. The second one is walk in compassion. The third is invite them to share their story. And the fourth is connect them with healing. Now, the reason I say that is because, um, a lot of the guys that call in, and, and in fact, our, our study that we commissioned a year and a half ago shows this, a, a lot of the guys, um, want secular healing. And, and what that means is, they're not ready for a Bible forward message and so I go in in the in the best way I can and try to figure out who I'm dealing with because what we found out Robbie is that a lot of guys you know when you get to that place in your life where there's an unplanned pregnancy you didn't get there unscathed so a lot of a lot of these guys had father wounds or they were wounded in whatever church tradition they grew up in and we have to we have to get to that core problem um, and and find out what happened. And part of the way we do that is we just ask a lot of questions. We let them tell us their story and where they're at. And then in that way, we lead them down the right path. But the biggest thing is to be curious. And that, that's where all the questions come from. I got to get to know you. You know, A good friend of mine is a pastor in Indianapolis. And he once said, I have to earn the right to share the gospel with a total stranger. Meaning, first, this guy has to trust who I am and my intention. Kind of like you're talking about with the people that call in on your car show. Um, so that's, that's what we do. We try to figure out who this guy is, what he needs, where he's been wounded. Um, I've had guys who called in, and the first time I talked to them, they tell me, I don't want to talk about none of that Jesus stuff, and I ain't a Christian, and I say, well, I am, you know, and, and we talk. And, and some of them, within six, seven weeks, uh, one of them five months, they end up start asking questions. So, and they say stuff where I'll be like, well, you're different than most Christians I know. Well, what they're really saying is you're different than the Christian that wounded me, right? Right. And then they want to know. So what kind of Christian are you? Well, and and that's that's my crack in the door. That's my opportunity to share the gospel, um, to share what Christ has done in my life, to share how Christ wants to heal him, how Christ still wants a relationship with him, because at the core for a lot of these guys, I would say the majority of them is toxic shame. They honestly believe, like I did, that abortion is a sin that they cannot be forgiven for. And, And when you can convince a guy that, yes, not only can you be forgiven, but Christ still wants a relationship with you and Christ has purpose for your life, that to me is life changing right down in the core of that man. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, absolutely! Because what they're sizing up always, you know, the same thing. Most, you know, I do when I'm in, you know, meeting somebody new. I'm sizing up: is this person in it for me, or are they in it for them? <laughs> you know, what's right. the what's the purpose of this of this encounter here? Do they have an agenda of some kind for me, or or? do they legitimately care about me and so by you asking those questions and being sincere i mean that's the big deal is you're really trying to figure out how to help and they can sense that pretty quick um that's beautiful i you know there's no doubt that um there's a huge connection in my opinion to learning and loving in, in other words absolutely you know the way you love people is to learn about them and and to learn you know how you can help because sometimes you know the way you think you can help is no connection to what they really want
0: right and so if i push what i think they need on them instead of finding out what they need then i've really not served them at all and i've really not served the kingdom
1: that's beautiful absolutely i once heard about these missionaries that when they reached these places that have been under horrible persecution, their biggest need was just simply to share their story. They didn't have anybody to talk to. So we got a lot more coming with Greg. I'm very excited about it. With support after abortion. Stay tuned.
0: You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
1: Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom, and certainly what a neat idea, I mean, what a neat opportunity we have today to have Greg Mayo here with us, support after abortion. Again, the Holy Spirit's idea to to contact Greg is, I had a chance to interview him at uh, the NRB and and see what an amazing um, gift God has given us in this ministry to men, because I, I you know, I know that they, the same is very true about women, but so few people see what, what effect, you know, this has had on so many men, on actually grandfathers and, you know, fathers that undoubtedly forced their daughters. You know, all sorts of interesting stuff. Like, have you ever had a call like that, Greg, where there was a father who had forced his daughter to have an abortion?
0: Well, I've one of the guys I'm working with, one on one right now, uh, his daughter had an abortion his the, the mom knew he didn't know for nine months and and he called in when he found out very upset he's a Christian man um, he told me that they didn't tell him because they were afraid he was going to be mad she got pregnant at a wedlock and, and so he we've been working together for four months now and he's still struggling pretty hard um, to come to terms with that so you're right Robbie it, it doesn't just affect the man and the woman involved in the pregnancy, the mom and the dad, it affects other family members. When I met my wife on our second date, I told her my abortion story. Um, I felt like that was a, uh, an important thing to share. It, it, it couldn't be a secret, right? Right. But a lot of men keep it. But a lot of men keep it secret. Um, and and the, the the numbers in the study we did, we found that fifty-seven percent of men we we talked to did not have a decision or a part in the decision to, to, to go forward with the abortion. 57%. So there are men out there, surely, that, that push their girlfriends or, or their daughters into having abortions. Um, but the majority of men didn't have a voice at all. And indeed, 71% of the men in our study said that they noticed an immediate adverse effect inside themselves, like they knew something was wrong. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah.
0: And and the most startling thing about that for me is the next two points, which is eighty three percent of men in our study said that they could have benefited from talking to somebody or tried to find somebody. But listen to this, Robbie, only eighteen percent one eight, eighteen percent thought they knew where to go find help. So so what we got is a whole bunch of men out there hurting that
1: want help but can't find it. Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff out there for women, obviously, but probably not enough. But certainly there's nowhere close to that amount out there for men, which is, you know, one of the great opportunities you gave us to come on and talk about it because there, there's, therein lies the opportunity. Now, everybody listening now knows, you know, there are these these resources for men if you know if you come across somebody that has the story or you yourself have the story, right? There's no charge for this. They just go to right to supportafterabortion right?
0: Right. You go to supportafterabortion.com. There are so many um, opportunities. we have a product in house called Keys to Open Healing. It's a six week study. But we also have links to all kinds of other programs because Our thing is we want you to come to us and let us help you find healing. Um, And my thing for the last several years now has been to give men a voice, to let men know that it's okay that you have pain about this, that your pain's real, and that there are people that can help you. Um, Yeah, my novel, Almost Daddy, the Forgotten Story, the main character, Ben, he stays away from God for a long, long time, Robbie, because the messages he got were that God didn't want him, he was not redeemable at this point, right? And he got those messages, unfortunately, from some Christians that were putting out bad information. So what we're trying to do is put out the right information, that you can find healing, and that you can change your life. And, and part of what we do with guys, we walk through programs, is the final step, which we call uh, finding purpose in your pain. So you had this pain, you found healing, Now, that becomes your purpose, and that kind of circles around to what you talked about in the beginning, Robbie.
1: Yeah, it really does in so many ways. You know, our struggles, you know, other people are watching, and and it and it gives us an opportunity to share, you know, essentially, you know, how God comforted us, and it's it's really really cool. Like, and once you understand, you, you know, when you see somebody going through something really horrific like that, realize as they come out of it you know, they now have a new platform. It's like one of the things I, I'm a cancer survivor and I of, often have an opportunity to talk to people, you know, that are that are in the midst of a cancer struggle at some point in time. In other words, all the things that, that, that have happened in your life give you a new platform. <laughs> right? Absolutely. So it's absolutely beautiful. And so, you know, clearly you've guys, it's a, what was something you wanted to get? Oh, I, I ran out of time. You forgot to ask that question, but I'll give you the last word, Greg. What? What else would you like our audience to know? You get a chance to say.
0: Hey, if you're a man or woman hurting after abortion, go to supportafterabortionguide.com or call eight four four two eight nine hope. We have lots of people waiting to help you. Don't let another day go by.
1: Yeah, support after abortion. Com. Thank you so much, Greg, and thank you for listening. We appreciate you so much here at the Truth Network, and we got a lot of great stuff coming your way. Encouraging Prayer with James Banks coming right up, followed by Masculine Journey starts here now, and then Nikita Kolov, it's time to man up. It starts at 1230. Thank you all for listening to the Truth Network. Thank you.
0: This is the Truth Network.